0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's no huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart.
1: Let's focus on significant injuries across the league with our injury analyst, Will Carroll, media relations director from Motus Global. Will, thanks so much for taking the time. So let's start with the Bills as they get ready to take on the Jaguars on Sunday. How effective do you think LaShawn McCoy can be with the ankle injury? According to reports, he's out of the walking boot.
2: Yeah, he's definitely out of the walking boots, And that's usually done more as a precaution. You see that when, uh, you know, it used to be you just put people on crutches. And when somebody came out of the locker room on crutches, you knew something was up. Now, it's walking boots; It's easier. You can store more of them. So uh, that's never really a sign that he's out of it hugely good sign. The next thing we're going to want to see is whether or not he can have any sort of lateral motion. Now, he's going to be limited, but they're going to brace him up. They might tape him up. They might do both. But they're going to want to get that ankle as stable as they possibly can, both physically and with bracing. And then they'll see how functional he is. Can he step off that foot? Can he make a hard cut? Can he make those quick stops and starts? I don't think he's going to be near 100%, but 75% of uh, Shady, uh, that's pretty shady. (laughs)
0: it's pretty shady it is shady uh, when it comes out shady McCoy because he's been healthy a lot Uh, but let's go to the Carolina Panthers and and talk about how this team actually eased their way into the postseason kind of gimpy Devin Funchess he's as gimpy as they come he has an injured uh, shoulder give me your case and and, and what you think about his situation
2: Yeah, this is going to be one of those times where we often hear the phrase you know if it was the playoffs he played well it is the playoff, he'd play. If this wasn't the playoff, he would not play. This is very very similar to the situation that Chris Hogan had where he missed several weeks. Now, Funchess isn't quite as serious. He has uh, what we used to call a separated shoulder. an AC sprain, the joint in the front of the, of the uh, shoulder. Uh, is just getting get bashed. bash, basically. These guys get hit hard. They land on it. There's just absolutely no protection. We've talked about this probably every week I've been on with you guys this year. Uh, that shoulder is just absolutely unprotected from these kind of Motions. So, what you're going to watch for from punches is two things. Is he going to be able to reach up? You know, is Cam Newton going to have to hit him in the numbers every single time, or is he going to be able to go up and get the ball? The second is whether he's going to be able to keep somebody off him. And they're going to test that early. They're going to press him. Is he going to be able to push off? Is he going to be able to keep those defensive backs from pushing him one way or the other, throwing off the timing and the speed that he has? So, he will definitely play. But how effective he is remains to be seen.
1: Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, it's official, DeMarco Murray will not play again this week because of the MCL injury. But let's be optimistic. If the Titans upset the Chiefs, is there a chance Murray could play next week in the divisional round of the postseason?
2: There's a chance, but it's not often the case, Brian. Normally we're looking at about a month for a grade two MCL spring. Now, the, the MCL isn't completely ruptured. There's still some structure, and there's obviously uh, some secondary stabilizers. But as we talked about, I think those secondary stabilizers were compromised as well. It's talked about the hamstring. That hamstring tendon in the back is probably uh, involved. He's just not it's stable. It, it, you can't have a, a table stand up if it's got one shaky leg, and one shaky ligament is a very bad thing. Wouldn't be able to cut, wouldn't be able to stop and start. And without those, you're not a running back. That Derrick Henry kids, you
0: can take a look. How about the Buffalo Bills with, with Charles Clay? Uh, you see Shady McCoy injured, and now Charles Clay, yeah. he's uh, considered injured with the knee. Will he be able to play in this upcoming game? <laughs>
2: You know, I don't have a lot of information on Clay. They've kept this one very quiet. We don't know exactly what's going on with the knee, so we're going to have to watch him in practice today and tomorrow uh, leading into the weekend. Normally a good indication. But Clay has been a guy who hasn't played well with minor injuries. Sometimes it takes him a little bit longer to come back from him. And this isn't a knock on him. This isn't because he's soft. This isn't because he's, he's a bad guy or he's uh, lazy. No, some people just take longer. I mean, some of us get, get the flu, and it takes us two days to get back to work, and some of us takes a week. Uh, with him, he just hasn't played well. He hasn't healed quickly, and that's that's largely genetic. So I would be worried about Clay, uh, especially in the weather conditions they're going to be facing.
1: Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Is it reasonable to presume when we see the Steelers coming off the bye division around the postseason, Antonio Brown will be back from the calf injury?
2: Largely so. I still want to see him out there. It's one of those binary things. The minute you see him run, he's probably fine. Uh, but until I see him run, I'm going to continue to worry just a little bit. The other thing here, and, and we don't know what the weather is going to be like uh, next week, and this goes back to what I was talking about with play. There is, when you get to these extreme conditions, certainly you know, if Buffalo was playing in Buffalo, it would be even more extreme. But playing in Kansas City, you know, here in the Midwest, it's pretty stinking cold. Uh, I do not want to be outside. I would not want to be out there with some kind of injury. You know, there are some advantages to the cold because it does numb some things, uh, but it's also very difficult to stay warm. And I I don't mean in the sense of, you know, standing by the heater, but in keeping those muscles loose and keeping those ligaments and tendons in in the place they need to be. You see these guys stand on the sidelines or in a heater, it's probably the worst thing they could do. Run, move, get 53 uh, bikes out there. Uh, Being able to stay warm, literally stay loose, Uh, is probably a better way to to say it. Uh, But you've got to have those. And with that tight muscle, with it still healing, you've got to be very worried about that with Brown because it would not help them at all to have him go out there, make one cut, and feel that calf re-tear.
0: How about the Atlanta Falcons with Julio Jones? Uh, We know every single year something's going to come up uh, sore or injured or some sort to where to hold him out of a game or not be able to practice during the week. Uh, but I think right now he's suffering with an ankle injury. How, will, how impactful will he be having a chance to play against the Rams this weekend?
2: There's, there's two things for now that we know about Julio Jones. Oh, my God, is he gifted. But my mom always used to tell me that God doesn't give you every gift. So he got almost every gift except durability. Uh, He's had the foot injury. He's had back injuries. He's had hamstring injuries. Uh, Now with his ankle, he's got to figure it's at least somewhat related. To that uh, that foot and that foot's been very problematic for him over his career. even can go all the way back to his time at Alabama. So he's been able to play through these injuries. Uh, and being a playoff, he's going to be out there. But they're going to test that ankle very soon. Can he uh, only go one direction? Is he going to be able to get the quick starts? Uh, you know, are they going to be able to shape him one way or the other, uh, depending on how that ankle works? Or are they just going to have to play him as a big physical guy? They could use him the way that uh, the Chargers have used Antonio Gates for years and basically just throw him out there, post him up, and let him uh, use that big body and those big hands to pull the ball in. And he could be fairly effective doing just that, but not as effective as they normally want him to be.
1: Well, last one for me, since you're based in Indy. What were your takeaways from Andrew Luck's first media availability in a long time on Friday? I can understand him wanting to offer context as to why he decided to go to Europe, and he claimed it was mostly to remove himself, not be a distraction, but isn't it also reasonable to have a degree of an informed speculation he was looking for aggressive treatment?
2: Yes and no. I mean we still didn't learn anything. You know, he says he didn't throw. He says he didn't get injections. There was obviously the speculation that he was over there for stem cells uh, or something along the lines of rejection, which a lot of athletes have used and will continue to use. So what was he doing in Rotterdam? There's a, there's, Great speed skating at the Olympic Training Center there. Uh, But there's not a lot of great slowers that I'm aware of. Not a big slowing history with the Dutch, aside from, I don't know, Bert Blylevin? Was there anybody else? (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, you didn't
1: just ad-lib that. You've used that line before.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs)
1: Thank you. Okay, but continue. You're on a roll
2: here. Uh, It's one of those things where we still don't know if he can slow. And here's the really tough thing. The Colts don't either he says he hasn't been throwing but if he's doing a rehab program wouldn't you want him throwing during a rehab program not hard not throwing 50 yard outs not throwing uh timing patterns but you've got to at least simulate that motion so is he just not telling us and if so that's okay but talking to people inside the Colts, they don't know either they hope to know sometime in january he's going to start kicking up this throwing program uh we're excited about it uh, but we're going to have to see. And we don't have any new information. Uh, Jim Ursay and Chris Ballard came out and, and really didn't add anything to the conversation. So, again, uh, take me to Missouri. They're going to have to show me.
0: You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune.
1: 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdowns. The National Football League is on. Tune in.